Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap CEOs about their companies. With us today, for the first time ever, is Sam Jones, CEO of Ooh Entertainment Commerce. Trades under O-O-O-O, that's four O's on the TSX Venture Exchange. And this is going to be a treat because you know that me personally, I love disruptive technology and Ooh Entertainment Commerce has just got fantastic technology that's already out in the marketplace. First thing I want to tell you, though, to really get your attention, if you've never heard of live video commerce, know this. In October 2021, China's lipstick brother sold $1.7 billion of beauty products, not for the year, not for the quarter, not for the month, not for the day, in a 12-hour live show. Have I got your attention now? Uh, live video commerce is an online shopping experience that feels like an amalgamation of the home shopping network, game shows, talk shows, and auctions, and it's taken China by storm. $300 billion in China this year is up 85%. Next year expected to go to 400, well, I mean next year, I mean 2022, up to $425 billion. Um, a phenomenon as part of, is fueled by the pandemic, as you can understand, uh, but it is a new phenomenon because even Alibaba had it in 2017 on their See Now, Buy Now as a latest novelty. Enter U Entertainment Commerce. What do they do? They provide the infrastructure, technology, and people to power the live stream economy through their app. So brands or entrepreneurs can share their products and services through live, interactive, shoppable videos, uh, and that connects massive amounts of consumers in other parts of the, in all parts of the world, which cuts out the middleman. And you know what? Don't feel bad because UBS estimates that 80,000 retail stores in America are going to close by 2026. The company's up and running in the UK with a 30,000 square foot uh, studio space. And they're also live in Italy and Brazil with South Africa coming next. So much to talk about. Sam, welcome to Gorecom, my friend. Thank you for having me. Excited to, to, to do this with you. Uh, we're excited to have you. By the way, uh, you know everyone can see your background there. You're in the UK right now because it's nighttime for you, afternoon over here. So we truly appreciate this opportunity. Let's talk about you know this v-commerce because a lot of us still aren't familiar with this, especially live video commerce, right? Um, what is it? What is it uh, about it that's creating such a massive market? in China and has driven you guys to go take it around the world? Yeah, I mean, great question. I mean, I, I spent half my life in Asia. So, um, you know, I'm very familiar with China. I've done a lot of business there, lived in Hong Kong for many years. And I think, I think one of the first things that strikes you when you go to China is just how many people are playing on their mobile phones continuously. You know, it's very common for people to walk into you as they're playing games or, or messaging people. And I think, I think the reason that you notice this so much is in the last 10 years, there's been this um, concept of consumption upgrade in China. So people who 10 years ago didn't have a scooter, a laptop, a fridge, a car, they all now have a smartphone. And this includes people in tier four, tier five cities, maybe farmers, they all now have smartphones. And people live their lives through their smartphone, you know, whether that's payments, um, or whether that's entertainment, they don't watch TV, they watch, they watch a live show. And 
television shopping in China was always following the US. You know, pioneers like QVC right. invented it, but China copied, and um, as they as they did with many things over the years. But as China's sort of become the first mover in mobile or, or the fastest runner in mobile, you've seen this massive explosion of new types of, of apps. And um, this is across a few different categories. I think in gaming, particularly mobile gaming, they're ahead. Um, and I think in live stream applications, they're ahead. So when we talk about video shopping, what we mean is there's a video, like I can see you now on a video. That's a, that's a form of software that's showing me something, but they've added a level of interaction on top of the video, um, which means as I watch a video on my phone right. um, of somebody talking live, I can interact with it. I can press the heart button. I can send a tip of $2. I can write a comment. I can um, um, press a button which shows me the product they're talking about and I can press purchase. So it's a, it's a um, video shopping is a form of software that it makes a video shoppable. And this is um, something that really in the last five or six years has exploded in, in China. And um, some of the companies in this space now are worth, you know, in over a hundred billion dollars. Um, so um, I, I first saw this type of technology maybe five, six years ago. And um, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. And um, sure enough, these companies have gone on to be worth uh, you know, huge sums, and really, our mission is to try and bring that innovation to the to the Western market, um, and 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 be the leader in short video and live video shoppable technology. Um, and, and that's and, why your name is Ooh uh, Entertainment Commerce because it is a form of entertainment for people. It's not just straight watching a video and then going to the store and uh, the digital store later and trying to find your product. It's entertainment commerce right uh, right at the same time. I think it's smart that you're learning from China, but not necessarily going to China first. Where are you taking the model? Because right now you're in the UK already. We're going to talk about the Italy announcement you make. Let's talk about where you're taking this model. So, so we launched the company uh, just under two years ago. Um, I was formerly with Wish, um, e-commerce company in California. My co-founder, Eric, was, was formerly in TikTok. And we, we felt like we had to build the team in China because because they're so far ahead in terms of mobile, but also they're familiar with this type of um, shopping and, and these features. I felt like if we didn't have a team in China building the tech, it was immediately a disadvantage. So we've got 24 people in uh, Shanghai who all come from Tencent, Alibaba, ByteDance, truly tier one technology platforms. Um, and we've been building this tech now for coming up two years. and. Really, for us, it was it was a foolish move to uh, foolish move to try to enter the the Chinese market. There's just too much competition oh, from the likes of Alibaba and JD and and Taobao Live and, and various uh, surfaces. So what we decided was let's launch into the UK. So we we took all of the key features of of the Chinese apps and we thought through which of these will adapt to the the British consumer. And I think it's probably ninety percent of features. I think there's some cultural nuances that you can work through with, you know, slightly different design. Um, but I'd say 90% of the features we've brought to the UK market. So we launched in November of 2020. So sort of 14 months ago, something like that, 13, 14 months. Um, and we've, we've had over 300,000 installs. And in, in the UK, we work with 
quite a lot of the biggest retailers in the market. So people like JD Sports Group, it's a 10 billion pound retailer in sports and fashion with lots of different sub-brands. We work with Boohoo, who are the, the number one player in fast fashion, and they've got you know 10 plus amazing retail brands within their group. We work with the Hut Group, you know, that has hundreds and hundreds of beauty brands and wellness brands and um, fitness brands, and they work with people like Disney and, and so on. Um, so we work with big retailers who are curious and interested in how do they embrace this new form of communicating with customers and, and ultimately their, mo their, their biggest interest is conversion. A live video that's interactive and, and um, a closer look at the product with an opinion from someone that hopefully you can trust, it converts better into sales than a photograph does. So we've our first move was take the technology, package it up into a different format, launch into the UK. And we've picked, you know, some, some real world-class multi-billion dollar retailers to do that with. Um, and then I think, you know, really interesting part of our journey was once we launched the technology from China into the UK market, we got a very large shock to the system when we realized some of these retailers don't have studio space. They don't have presenters. They don't have Wi-Fi equipment. They don't and I'm have glad lighting. you brought that up because you guys aren't just an app. You're providing some great uh, studio, set design, broadcast technology, even the hosts, right? Yep. Because that may be the most important part. So you're not just you're you're not just an app, which is powerful, but you're also in the real world side with with the whole setup. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I didn't set out to 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 have studios and all the rest of it. It was an oversight. I, I felt like it was a technology company primarily, and but but in order to launch it here. We, we started to realize there's an ecosystem. And, and this year in China, that McKinsey are valuing the live stream economy at $420 billion. Now, when they say that, they don't just mean the technology providers, the e-commerce video um, providers. They mean the, um, the agencies that provide the talent, the studios that produce, provide the infrastructure and the cameras. Um, so this is what we call the ecosystem. And, and, what, and, and many of these companies that serve that economy are public. You know, it's, it's a huge industry. So we decided, you know, in the UK, no one knows how to make these type of video commerce shows. So we, we had to learn it. Um, and we, we've got people in our team from China who, you know, we really studied what, what, does a, what makes a live show successful. What does a host need to, what characteristics do they need to have, whether it's they need to be watchable, insightful, authentic, honest. Um, secondly, you need to be able to show a mixture of good price products, scarce products. Your content needs to educate people. Like there's a formula to what makes a live show convert. Yeah, you're not just shilling, right? It's not just you. It's not. It's not shilling. Every ten minutes, you bring on George to shill some jewelry, and then Mary to shill some clothing. It's got to be a real interactive, fun entertainment. It's almost like the selling is secondary even though the selling is actually primary. You know, in, um, there's a village in China that I visited, which is, a, is, a, is an old shipping village. And now I think over 50% of the dollars that come into the village are from people who are selling fish live on these apps from their fishing boat. Come selling, on, come on. Selling... I, I thought up, up to this time, I thought it was gonna be lipstick. I mean, we heard about lipstick brother, but I thought it was gonna be fashion, makeup, all those kind of things. You're telling me. You're telling me farmers and fishermen are selling their products. Yep. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. Um, 
people are pulling a fish out of the ocean and before it's even dead, they're selling it and people are buying it, then it gets delivered later that day. Now, if, if the Chinese can sell a fish straight to someone's house, you know, then you can definitely sell, you know, a pair of shoes or a handbag. So um, th this is, you know, people, you know, like, like we all watch fishing shows on TV, you know, or, or if certainly me and my dad do. And this, th this is very entertaining content. The difference is you can just then one inch from the center of the screen, you can press purchase. So you imagine if you're watching a fishing show where someone's showing you how to catch a fish, you can buy the equipment or if you're watching a show about yeah. uh, cooking or, or this, a, a discussion about the sneaker industry, and you can then just grab the pair they're talking about. We're trying to marry up content and purchase. And, and uh, but, you know, the, the best shows are the people who can create watchable content, not, not, only, not only through live shows, also through short videos. So, you know, when I was at Wish, we used to sell a few million products a day. Um, and there would be lots of images on the Wish app of products. Now, some people, when they're buying from 5,000 miles away, they don't trust a photograph. And if you can watch a 20-second video of a toy firing into the air or a kitchen utensil being used, a video is the language of the youth today, you know, and it gives you a certain yeah. confidence if you can, if you can see it working. For guys like me, right? Scroll through a page, look at static images of products, and pick which one is for you, but that's that's not cutting it for the youth. Devil's advocate, let me ask you for a question. Any chance that people, you know, if I'm, because I always like to play devil's advocate, right? Any chance that people uh, can look at you and say, hey, Sam, this works in China because they're so into their mobile. I mean, they actually skipped most technology went straight to mobile for obvious reasons because they didn't have the infrastructure yep. like most developing countries and now they're developed. Um, you know, it, can, can can someone say it may not work in the UK yeah, or in Canada or the US because we don't have that same level of attachment, even though it's pretty deep, to our phones? You know, I five or six years ago, I met the founder of, there's two founders of Musical.ly. One of them is called Lewis. And I met this guy in Shanghai. They built Musical.ly, the short video app, and it was acquired by ByteDance and it became uh, TikTok. And um, I remember all these people looking at TikTok and saying to me, that's not going to work here. It's, it's a very crazy app. Now, it, this year, it was the most down in the last 12 months, it was the most downloaded app on the planet. Um, so it, it works for two reasons, TikTok. Firstly, it's rapid browsing. So you can swipe, 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 swipe. It's like what flicking TV channels on steroids. Um, but the second thing is, it's, it's not just rapid browsing, it's rapid, intelligent browsing. The third video is, is learning from the second video. The fourth video is learning from the third video. So this is why it's so addictive for people to play. Now, what we're saying is in five years from now, people are going to be watching less television than five years ago. Like, Absolutely. You know, I'm already so, there. So, so we're going to take a bet on mobile. The second thing is if, if somebody can record live content from a vineyard or a warehouse or a soccer pitch, straight to a consumer on the other side, that's more efficient way to sell than me going to the mall, where there's like several middlemen. And, and um, so my third point is, if you go back in time 50 years in, in the US, you're probably buying um, products where the product was drawn as a cartoon. And then slowly, you know, catalog businesses were born. And, and then there was a photograph, you know, and then, then we had TV shopping. And then we've had websites like Amazon where there's um, photographs again, but eventually video comes in. 
And I find it very hard to imagine that, that mobile and video um, don't, play a, don't play a part in the, in the, in the future. Really Where do you challenge. see it going, Sam? Like, do you see live video commerce literally exploding the way it's happened in China? You know, delayed effect, but throughout the rest of the Western world and, de and the developed nations, you see it becoming a really, really big part of commerce going forward? Or, or, or is it going to be something kind of niche? -y? Well, firstly, let, let, let's talk about the global beauty industry. It's a $500 billion industry. Okay, 500 billion for, for, for all the beauty products sold globally. It's a big number. Now, to give you an idea, the drinks industry is worth 2 trillion. But let, let's talk about beauty, 500 billion. Austin Lee did a show a few weeks ago, like you said in the beginning, which was 1.7 billion. So what's going to happen in the next billion, 12 right? 1.7 billion, billion, billion in 12 hours, which I fell off my chair. But I, so, so, I still so can't I think, believe it. I think as a ballpark figure, Amazon's GMV in a day is about a billion dollars. So he did twice Amazon in a day globally. So my prediction is, and I see this every single day, CMOs all over the Western world are currently being told by their CEO, what are we doing in live commerce? Where are we? I just read this article on Forbes about this kid who used to work in a department store doing 1.7 billion. I don't want to sit with the board of our company and no one have a view. So where are we on live commerce? So we get a call from CMOs and marketing directors and heads of commerce, and they say, how do we get into video commerce? Sam, please tell me. Now, there's three ways you can get into video That's commerce right now. Listen, and, and we consult on this every day. And I say to these people, you tell me which one you want to do. Here's the first option. And you might be selling bicycles, knickknacks, or you might be Nike. I tell people the same thing. The first thing you can do if you want to get into video commerce is go and sell on Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest. One of these social platforms, I like to call them ad networks. That's what I think they are. Now, you go onto Instagram and you list your product, you make a product or an influencer makes a product video and they're selling a pair of shoes. And people can if Instagram or TikTok haven't launched it in your country yet, they're going to. They're all running into video commerce as fast as they can. Now, the best thing about this, if you own a shoe company, is they have a, a good amount of daily active users. It's relatively easy to run it. The downside of it is you do not control the transaction. The transaction is controlled by Mr. Zuckerberg, and the data on the customer is controlled by Mr. Zuckerberg. Now, so you have less control, more speed. It, and it's a somewhat, it's, 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 it's convenient. Now, all of these companies are going to say to you after a while, hey, guys, great show. You're, you're really killing it on video commerce. Would you like more, to see more users watch your show? Why don't you buy some ads? And you've fallen into the same trap of, of using the ad network. This is option one. And if you want to do option one, I have a studio business where we can help you do it. So we play in this space. And I think for a lot of businesses, they should enter into that space. The second option you've got in, in video commerce is you take an SDK, software development kit. And what that is means is I give you all of the features of live commerce as a, in a suite, in a software um, piece, which you can push into your existing website or app. So you may have a website about phishing, and it already has 100,000 um, users in North America. I can give you a, a piece of software that puts on your website a live show. 
and you link it to your catalog in the back and people they're on your website or on their social media and they see, oh, they're going live. That's interesting. Now the benefit of this, you're still using your website. Maybe the downside is that it's, it's on you to bring the traffic. There's no, there's no other market participants. You're not there with a fishing shop and then a, a few other companies. It's not a market. But everybody place. starts from zero, right? You're, you're almost better. If you, if you have a long-term view on video commerce, e-commerce, you are better off creating and controlling your own audience on your own platform rather than uh, being at the risk of whatever meta Facebook is going to do, whatever Instagram is going to do. So downside in the short term, but a lot of upside in the long term, I think. So, so that's the middle ground. And I think, I think, you know, we speak to a lot of companies who say we've got a great app. We don't want to build another app. It's tiring and it's expensive. So no. we have a great app. How do we take your software and we stream into it? And we can, we can do that. And we've got certain live stream games and coupons. And there's a whole platform which we can plug into them very, very quickly. Now, the third option is to take our technology, our app, and the back end and to launch it into your market and to call it whatever you like. So I'm going to give you video commerce in a box. Now, this is what QVC have done in Italy. They've launched a new app called LikeQ, um, L-I-K-E-Q, and they've taken our underlying technology, but they're putting their brand to it, and we've launched it into the Italian market. So this is, this is a form of software as a service where we're giving them the, the, the whole kit. Um, so, but now what they and, get and from that And that's the press is, release, by the way, that went out uh, just the other day. I'm going to read it here. QVC Italia launches Like Q, an interactive live stream shopping app powered by OO. Uh, and yeah. I mean, that's a big win for you, right, Sam? Because that's big third party validation. This isn't you did a deal with GeorgeCom, uh, you know, and nobody knows GeorgeCom is. You're just trying to build some partnerships out there. I mean, QVC Italy is, is massive. They reach 25 million homes, and their website does about another 30 plus million digital sessions. So, what does this say for third-party validation for um, uh, for Ubu? Well, I mean, firstly, I've been a big fan of, of QVC for many, many years. You know, I, I watched it as a consumer. I sold on it when I was in my early 20s. I had a business. Um, and, you know, my family are, are large fans. My, my nana, who's no longer with us from Liverpool, she used to say to me she'd watch QVC for hours on end because oh, there was no adverts. She, 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 she used to, it, it kept her company, you know, she used to love the presenters. And I said to her, Nana, it's all an advert, you know, like, but she, uh, she, she loved the channel for years as a customer. So when, when we first started speaking to QVC, I was, I was in awe of them really for their, you know, how, how big they are as a group. And what I've come to realize in the last 12 months they really are experts in production, you know, to run a, a TV network, you know, 24 seven, uh, I know from trying to do it, maybe one in seven, never mind 24 seven. It, it's, it's really hard and it's really easy to, to make bad content. So they are a very, very professional organization. And um, we, we, um, we started talking to them in the last year. We decided that Italy was a great market to launch in. They're, they're also in Germany and UK and Japan and, and obviously the US, they're you know, a huge organization. Uh, but we decided to launch in Italy, and last Thursday we we Great made market, that happen. Massive market, yeah, fantastic. Um, so we um, the, the team are all there, and they've they've already started making suggestions to how we can improve the 
the technology and you know they're, they're a great partner from you know from that perspective they've they've forgotten more than we know about live commerce so we, we're, we're here to learn sam you said something interesting in your quote there's a great quote i'm going to take the last sentence together we will deliver the next generation of video commerce to the italian market and hopefully beyond so is that a little bit of foreshadowing there that perhaps if all goes well qvc italy we could be seeing qvc you know, Greece or whatever, whatever the case may be uh, going forward, because that seems to be the implication, but we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I think at, th at this point, we're very focused on, you know, launching into the Italian market. We've obviously converted it into local language, lo local currency, and we're, and we're working with their team just to get, find our momentum and build a product roadmap for, you know, how the technology will evolve. I mean, obviously, when we look at their group, they're in some some of the biggest markets on the planet and you know our intention is to is to exceed their expectations and if we do that i think there's every chance we can we can talk to them about other markets at this point we've got, we've got to smash it in italy and you know we, we've got through the door and now's our now's our time to to impress them well you've got you've got a great partner to impress and uh given what you guys have done so far i i think the odds are pretty well in your favor last question for you but important question let's talk a little about the business model how does OO make money for the company and its shareholders? So, you know, because you've got some different offerings there as you went through before, you know, generally speaking, how do you guys make your money or what's the primary, what do you think is going to be the primary driver of revenue for the company? This, at this point, we've got three, three sort of buckets of business, um, you know, as, as the business has evolved. The, the, the first one is the, is the UK app. So we, as I say, we launched that in November of, of, of 2020. Um, and um, that, that's a traditional marketplace model. So we, we work with very, very large retailers and we'll charge them anywhere from five to 12% of every single transaction. So the name of the game in, in, in that business is just increasing the number of users, the number of sellers, and, and, and try to, and try to take, uh, take a take rate from every transaction. Um, and, and I think the UK app has been a great marketing tool for us to showcase what's possible in, in, in terms of video commerce, whether it's us selling wine or electronics or sporting goods or beauty products. Um, but, but already since July of last year, we launched into Brazil and we've launched into Italy, obviously with QVC. And this really is the, is the kickoff of our second business line. So you've got the UK app on one side, which we own and operate. And then secondly, we've got this, this new um, business, which is software as a service. Um, and we've got two clients, but we've got quite a few um, that we're speaking to. And the, the model with these partners generally is they pay us a monthly fee and they also pay us um, a, a percentage of the, uh, uh, um, of the total sales that go through the platforms. What a great they, model. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great model because you're using the same technology and you're, you're, you're cutting it over and over. And in many ways, it's a bit like Shopify, you know, they... They have an amazing e-commerce platform. Ours is different because it's mobile and it's, it's video and it's you know, inspired by China. So really, I think our, our business, if, if someone stopped me in the elevator tomorrow morning and said, what business are you in? I, I would say that we're in the business of providing technology that enables people to embrace video commerce. And, and whilst the UK app is really important to us, I think over time, we're going to focus that in on a, on a community 
where we can get you know into the culture of that community and we can see the features being you know coming in and so on but where i get very excited is selling this box of tricks to lots and lots and lots of clients um either through them having their own version of ooh you know as a as a as an app of their own like qvc has done or us just selling them an sdk um, where they can push live commerce into their existing app so this is where we want to play and obviously the more clients we add the more contribution we get to our, our cost base and and we're also then taking a percentage of, of sales so for us to succeed we have to believe that we're taking a bet on a category where there's there's growth and um, i think live commerce is is the, in that space the third dimension to our business is is in the uk is is our studio you know we've got we've built studios with branded sets and and lots of camera equipment and producers and we've got lots of companies trying to use those um to to uh, make content into our app but also into their social media um and we get paid by tiktok currently they tiktok shop have launched and they're paying us per show um, we've got other clients who who are in the fashion industry and they're paying us so, so you've got a partnership with tiktok right now yeah we do we're, we're live with them we make shows with them you know throughout every single week. So if you give us a little bit of detail there, because that's that's a great piece of information. Uh, are you making the shows for TikTok themselves? Is it for influencers of TikTok? Yeah, so TikTok um, came to us um, in towards the end of last year and they wanted to launch TikTok shop into the, into the UK market. I think they have a, a great app, you know, with a lot of users, but they really wanted to lean on our relationships and studios and know-how. So. Uh, we, we make shows for them in our studios. Um, we've, we've sort of introduced them to lots and lots of brands. And we make shows for people like JD Sports and I Saw It First and you know various other companies like this look fantastic and a member of the Hut Group. And sometimes we stream into our app and to TikTok's app at the same time. You know, this, this exists. And people say to me, why, why would you help a competitor? But I very firmly believe that if live commerce goes up as a whole, we all we all win. You know, absolutely. And I want absolutely. And I, I, I'm not going to stop TikTok succeeding. They're gonna they're gonna do well on in their own right. And we, we're a pure commerce play. Whereas on TikTok, it's they there's lots of different types of content on TikTok. So I don't really consider them a competitor. You know, apart from the fact they live in a mobile phone, and so do we. That they're, they're a very different company to us. So they pay well, us. Like you said, you know, they're going to make it without you anyway. So. The smart thing yeah. to do is partner together and, and grow together. Exactly. And, you know, they're, they're very smart guys. Um, as I say, I, I fell into video commerce because of my friends at Musical.ly and Eric, the co-founder, came from that world. So, um, yeah, we, we're happy to have them in our studio. And um, so so that studio business has actually got a lot of capacity and, and knowledge and skill, which I believe in the next few years lots of British clients will want to lean on, you know, if they're going to move into video, oh, yeah. commerce, they're, they're going to need this managed service. So um, that's actually the third bucket. But from a global perspective, if you were to say to me, um, what business are we in? It's a, it's a software as a service business. It's, it's saying to people, um, here's the technology, here's some training, off you go. And maybe the studio business will Will go international but I, I think mainly it's a software business in in video commerce well i gotta tell you something sam i love everybody knows everybody who watches agoracom reads agoracom knows i love disruptive tech i keep saying that 
more money is going to be created, more wealth is going to be created from disruptive tech this decade than the last two decades combined. And, yep. and this is just another example of a hugely disruptive technology that we're just starting to hear about, starting to make its way to the Western world. Man, if it wasn't wintertime right here, I think I'd go dig, I think I'd go dig up a pond in my backyard, fill it with fish, and start selling it through your app. Because <laughs> it I'll sounds that exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy what they're doing. But you, they can sell anything, you know, cars, uh, food, um, property, fish. It's all being sold in this format. And what I'd say to people is download the app, uh, Pindudu, P-D-D, P-I-N-D-U-O-D-U-O, and have a look at the short videos, the live videos that you can flick through, and also the gamification that's going on in that app. And also check their share price. For a five-year-old company, they're doing okay. And um, we're, we're really just trying to learn from that sort of a surface and apply it to the West. And if you've not seen us yet, we'll, we'll hopefully be in, a, in, in your market soon. And we expect to be in North America before long. And even though you're not in North America, any limitations to us downloading the app and watching what's going on with uh, you know, uh, live video streams that may be taking place? We, we, can, we can give any of your followers uh, um, a, a access to the British environment so they can watch the British shows and the short videos. And we can also do the same in, um, we, can, we can show them some of the content that's coming out of Italy. We can send some examples of that. So w when we launch in North America, it will obviously be in all the app stores there. But at this moment in time, we can just give you access to, the, to what's live in Europe and, and Brazil. All right. Well, we'll take up on that on the next one. But congratulations, Sam, for, you know, taking that experience in Asia, your time in Asia, uh, clearly recognizing a massive trend and being one of the first guys to, you know, take it into the, into the uh, Western world. Can't wait to see the success you're going to have in 2022. I know we're going to have you on back quite a lot, but this is a great first time overview here and uh, wish you great success, my friend. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Sam Jones. He is the CEO of Ooh Entertainment Commerce. That's five O's in the name, but the stock symbol Ooh is four O's on the TSX Venture Exchange. How do you do your due diligence now? Two ways. First, get over the company's profile page on Agoracom because this is brand new. Most of you people have never heard of live video commerce, so get there, read through the profile page and all the different elements to get familiar with what the company is doing. And then from there, link over the company's site to do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you discovered your next amazing small cap e-commerce, in this case, live e-commerce streaming company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.